What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Cards, Content, and Curse Words with me, Kenny. Just kidding. The show, the podcast, where we do talk about cards and content, and we curse a few times. Uh, we got uh, a, a lot of content to talk about, but also some other stuff. Some some non-content, some potential content, some things that are coming down the pike. This week, for my content, you'll have this show on Tuesday, as you know as uh, already, because you're fucking listening to it. Uh... We also have a stream Tuesday, 7 p.m., stream Wednesday, 7 p.m., and then there will be a stream on Saturday at some point. I have a work obligation that is in the most imperfect time in the world, right in the smack dab middle of the day, so I don't know if I will stream before or after. We'll, we'll figure that out. Follow me on Twitter, KDJTV611, as we determine together what time that stream will be, um, but the goal is to also have a stream Saturday if everything goes as planned. So, the content in the MLB The Show video game that you are here to to learn about or speak about or, or get my opinions on, it's a lot of stuff. Uh, they dropped, basically, I mean, we could just go look at it right now. Might as well stop looking at my face. Um, they dropped Juicy Set 2, and actually the cards were juicy. Um, BR is coming today, Tuesday, the day you're listening to this. We're getting Corey Seager, Corey Kluber, it's Corey week, and, uh, Ryan Howard, finally. Um, a new program is coming Friday that they've yet to tease on the schedule, so we'll see what that is. And we have, on Wednesday, monthly awards content. So we've got a ton of shite coming up. Um, before we get into looking at the specific cards, though, thank you guys for watching and listening, as always. Um... If you are listening on Apple or Spotify, yeah, leave a review. Tell your grandma about me. You say or say, tell, I don't know, tell them I'm cute and I have a nice voice. Uh, if you're on YouTube, like, subscribe. And comment down below which of the juicy set two cards do you think is best. You'll get my opinions on them all shortly, but I am just blown, my balls are blown off that Joe Torre is as good as he is. At least on paper, at least attribute-wise. So leave your comments down below. Let me know who you think is the best card. Um... And we'll probably disagree and argue about it, as you guys see ahead of me that, on top of me, that Multiverses is updated. Oh, joy. All right. Juicy set dose. We'll go into the packs. We'll buy the packs. I purchased the packs. I got one rare round, one not rare round. We will start with the base round. Retro finest Michael Young, <clears throat> excuse me, from 2004. As uh, Ochev Evan pointed out on Twitter, this wasn't even his best season. 2005 was his best season. So... I don't know how we go about picking which Retro Finest season we're basing this card off of. By no means is this a bad card. By no means did he have a bad season in 2004. But I think his best one was 2005. Um, Michael Young last year was like a low-key sleeper fuckboy for me. I raked with Michael Young last year. A little different this year. I think the way that swing mechanics work and hitting doesn't work this year just makes Michael Young less good, to put it in a really basic, simple fashion. But 118 contact right, 85 power right, that'll get up to 123.90. It's not terrible. It's pretty good. 125 contact left, 92 power left to start. That's going to be his bread and butter if you choose to use Michael Young. 86 in the field, 81 arm, 81 reaction, which is all just very, at this point, ho-hum. By no means is it bad. Not saying this is a bad card. I'm just saying, like, it's very just like, oh, cool, he's got 86 fielding. Like, it's, it's not going to blow you away, it's not going to be incredible. I don't think fielding badge really even matters at this point much anyway, but just saying. And he's got 65 speed. Shout out to friend of the show, Ansel Armstrong, 
who uh, got the one of one on this card. I saw that today, Monday, on the Twitter machine. So congratulations, Ants. One of one, Michael Young, Texas Rangers legend. Next base round card, Bruce Suter. And let me tell you, this card is utter dog shit. Um, by and large, this was a fantastic little drop here. This Bruce Suter card absolutely sucks donkey dick. Um, it's not in the attributes, though. 119 hit per nine, we love that. 125k per nine, we love that. 100 BB per nine with 95 control, we adore that. 99 break, fantastic. 125 pitching clutch, fucking sure. Uh, 76 velocity is a little concerning. Our problem here is that he throws a splitter, a four-seam, and a slider. He's not full in assault. The splitter is also so slow, 80 miles an hour, that even if you're fooled by the speed, you could probably catch yourself a pickup on the break. Um, he only throws 95 with the fastball. He's got in impeccable controls, as we you know just said. 99 on the splitter, 99 on the fastball, 88 on the slider, which is still pretty damn good. But I just don't see why you'd use this card. If you're a Bruce Suter stand, good for fucking you. Um, I will not be touching this card. He doesn't really even have any good quirks. Untouchable, excels at striking hitters out. I don't even think that really matters that much. Mr. Splitty throws a great split-fingered fastball. I don't think that matters much. Um, it's just a nothing card. It's a nothing burger, as uh, I've had professors say in the past, which is a really corny, stupid thing. But it's a nothing burger. Ralph Kiner, a.k.a. Babe fucking Ruth. Um... This is the best offensive card in the game. It's not an exaggeration. This is the best offensive card in the game. Uh, Ralph Kiner, 1949, retro finest. 116 contact right. 125 contact left. 125 power right. 125 power left. 121 vision, which we learned this year matters. 125 discipline, which is whatever. Uh, 92 clutch, and thank God he's got 96 durability. Thank Jeebus. Uh, this is quite literally, no exaggeration, 100%, no doubt, the best offensive card attribute-wise thus far in the game. Whether or not you like Ralph Kiner's swing is your prerogative. Whether or not you're ready to roll 72 fielding, 75 reaction, and 54 speed into left field with a 78 arm is on you. However, this card absolutely fucks. It just simply does, and this is a base round card. Uh, listen, Retro Finest, super cool series. They're throwing out 125 powers left and right these days, though. Some people might not like that. Totally understand. I am of the, the position where I actually kind of like it. And I'll, I'll explain why. I think, first of all, they waited long enough in the year. It's, you know, October now. It started really last month in September. They, they really did a slow burn with these cards. They really made us wait for 99s, and then they really made us wait for, like, God-tier 99s. So if they're going to start juicing the fuck out of everybody, now is certainly the time. I have no problem with the timing of this. But I feel as if in the past, it's gotten better every year, but still, in the past, people have been pigeonholed into using certain cards because of attributes, because of this, that, or the other thing. It was very clear that, like, oh, Mickey Mantle was the best center fielder in the game. So everyone's going to use Mickey Mantle, mostly, if you can get him. Um, I can name other examples. There's so many cards that I can't even get into specifics because my brain doesn't work. But you guys know what I'm saying. Mickey Mantle was like the guy to use. Um, uh, Chipper Jones at third base. He was the guy to use. We, you know, the cards like that were always the cards. But let's say you didn't like Mickey Mantle in center field. Well, now you've got... 
18 other different swing options that have attributes exactly the same, if not very damn close to Mickey Mantle, and maybe you rake with one of those other swings. What this does is give us plenty of variety, plenty of swing types. Every single player who plays this game offline, online, in between, I don't even know what that means, would be able to, to find cards they enjoy using. Some cards are easier to obtain than others. I fully understand that. But what I'm getting at is that even though the attributes might all start kind of looking kind of similar among these cards, every card's going to play different based on how you swing with it, whether it's lefty, righty, switch hitter, how it feels, its speed. I think this is good. I don't hate this. Making a juiced card like this a base round is maybe a little silly. That's up to you to decide. But uh, listen, variety in content is good. Variety in content is the least of our concerns this year with how shit the game has been. So... Kudos to the content team. Uh, for someone in my stream, it might have been Scotty, it might have been Roger, you know who you are, whoever said it. It sounds like the content team should just go teach the development team how to, how to do stuff. And I completely agree. Shout out to the, the homies in stream, by the way. Last base round card, 99 Milestone, 3000 hit Lou Brock. 125 contact right, 75 power right, 107 contact left, 72 power left. As we know, he's 99s across the board in speed, steel, and aggressiveness on the bases. 76 in the field with a 78 arm and 85 reaction is basically par for the course with how Lubrock cards are tent tended, excuse me, tended to be built. Uh, he's a left field primary, but if you throw him in center field, he's got the speed to be okay. Same goes for right field. Here's my only problem with this card, and it's a base round card, and it's Lubrock. So... This is really grasping at straws here. I don't actually dislike this card, but here's my only complaint. They found a way to give Ozzie Smith 90-something power versus lefties. I know that's a retro finest. It's based off his one season, blah, blah, blah. I get it. But, like, we couldn't have juiced Lou Brock's power versus right to 90. Like, just give him a little utility. Lou Brock's swing is fucking elite. It absolutely is elite. This card is going to rake if you use it probably no matter what. I don't think it's a God Squad starter. You want to put him on the bench to run and maybe pinch hit against righty, sure. Some people who enjoy Lubrock Swing might like to start him, and good for you. That's awesome. I think if you give this card 90 power right and 80 power left, it's in a lot of lineups. This card would absolutely fucking slap and destroy. 99 bunt, 99 drag bunt, 107 vision. He's got nice timing windows. There's a really, really nice swing. But if I had the nitpick, that's my job. I complain, I nitpick. I, I, I show everyone the light. I am Jesus. No, I'm just kidding. But just my opinion. 90 power versus right would have made me very happy. All right, we're on to the rare round. Four rare round cards. Eddie Matthews. Did you guys just hear that? It was Kevin. Kevin just, just cheered in his own Kevin way. Because Eddie Matthews is here. He's got his hands gripping the bat, ready to go hit. He's ready to helicopter that shit into the dugout. 111 contact right, 125 power right, 110 contact left, 125 power left, uh, vision of 113, discipline and clutch maxed out 125, thank goodness, uh, 41 bunt if you choose to do so, 83 in the field, 88 arm, 81 reaction, 63 speed, he can only play third base, that's a critique of mine. One of the very small problems with Retro Finest is that most of them are given the position they played during that year, so it really pigeonholes. Eddie Matthews in the past has been able to play first. He, I, correct me if I'm wrong, he might have had corner outfield eligibility at one point. Uh, either way, though, this card is disgusting. It is probably one of the best, if not the best, Eddie Matthews's that we've ever gotten. It's Eddie, it's Matthews, by the way, with one T. It's not two. A lot of people get that wrong. It's one T. M-A-T-H-E-W-S. Um, 
Good card. I mean, nothing, nothing to complain about. Good card. It's, in my opinion, not worth 140k on the buy now, like you're seeing on the screen. So I'm gonna wait personally until the prices come down just a tad. We will get more juicy packs. We've gotten plenty of juicy set ones, and those cards are cheap, ish, cheaper than this. So I will be waiting. Uh, I did pull one rare round, like I said, and I pulled Joe Tory. So we're gonna skip the two others and talk about Joe Tory. Joe Tory, catcher, first and third. I like that flexibility. I am blown away, as I said at the top of the show, that this card exists. Joe Torre, for those who are uninitiated, maybe new to MLB The Show this year, Joe Torre, generally speaking in the past, has been way high contact, middling power, and arguably one of the worst fucking swings in this game. Like, legitimately, across the board... Maybe 5% of people enjoy Joe Torre's swing. That is not a scientific number. That is what I assume the number of people who don't live in this reality. Because 5% of people are crazy if they liked in the past Joe Torre's swing. Granted, they retooled some stuff this year. I have not used Joe Torre this year. Things may have changed. I hope they have because this card is like God Squad catcher material. Him and Jorge Posada right now. If you look at attributes, technically Torre is better than Posada. He, off the rip. This is off the rip. 120 contact right, 117 power right. Already absurd. 121 contact left, 115 power left. Fucking crazy. 116 vision means he's going to have nice timing windows. He's got 88 in the field to, at the jump. 83 arm, 83 reaction, 90 block, and not that this is a burner by any means. 56 speed. The bad news on his speed, 22 base running aggressiveness. He's not going to round the base as well. But it doesn't fucking matter if you hit it over the fence. And by God, Joe Torre looks like he's going to hit it over the fence a fucking ton. Absolutely unreal. I, my eyes, when they released this card, couldn't believe what they were looking at. Because, Jesus Christ, this card should not exist. <laughs> it's absolutely insane. So shout out to the content team for making this possible. Hannes Wagner, 3000 Hit Club. Couple, <laughs> we're going to have a couple very interesting things to say about this. Because it's a milestone card, he can play literally every position but catcher. Shortstop, first, second, third, left, center, right. He might even be able to pitch. I don't know. You could put him anywhere. And he'll be a diamond just about everywhere. 97 speed, 99 steel, 99 base running aggressiveness with 99 bunt and 99 drag bunt. This content drop gave you two of the biggest toxic demons in Lou Brock and Hannes Wagner in the game. 125 contact versus right and left. It is a maximum. 93 power right, 94 power left. That's fucking pretty high. That's pretty, pretty high. 125 vision means nice timing windows. 125 clutch, thank God. 99 durability. That man will never get hurt. Um, this is an insane card. Absolutely insane card. If you're talking all around attributes, it's probably a top 10 card in the game. The, the issue with Hannes Wagner largely is do you like his swing or not? Some people rake with his swing. Some people think it's a pool noodle. I tend to think, in my opinion, it's a little noodly. I'm open to giving this card a try because, like I said, it's insane. The funny thing here, they usually base the milestone cards off of that game or that milestone or that appearance. You cannot tell me that this man in this card that you're looking at, Tubby McTubTub, has 97 speed at 40 years old. This card is from when he was 40. I'm just saying. I'm all for not being realistic. Juice the cards all you want. I don't care. This is not me being a boomer. 
I just find it hysterical that Mr. McTubbs, who clearly weighs more than 200 pounds as he's listed here at 40 years old, has 97 speed off the rip. Just saying, just saying, don't hate me. Next, Tom Seaver, no-hitter card, Miles Stone. The no-hitter cards are coming, maybe. Um, Four-seam sinker slider, 12-6 changeup. 118 hits per nine is a very good number. 122 stamina, not that stamina really matters, but he'll be able to throw 200 pitches till his arm falls off. Um, 90 velo, 95 break are good. The things that I don't love here, 90 control is fine, but 82 BB per nine is not. And at this point, 101 K per nine even is a little on the low side. Striking people out and hitting your spots might be a little difficult. Plus, history would tell us that Tom Seaver's delivery is pretty easy to pick up. Again, things could change. I have not faced this card yet myself, nor have I used it myself. Like I said, it's a little too expensive for my taste at the moment. 133k on the buy now. It's a little high. I might try it. I'm having fifth starter tryouts at the moment, um, and he could very well play into that. Excellent segue coming up, by the way. Another card that could very well play into it. It's not on the screen right now because it didn't come out yet. 99 Retro Finest Corey Kluber is coming in the new BR program. That card is going to be dirty, disgusting, gross. It's going to have insane attributes. It's going to have a perfect pitch mix. A lot of people have seen a lot of Corey Kluber over the years, so it remains to be seen how he will perform this year. I think he's going to be a top three pitcher uh, out the gate. I think he's going to be a lock for a lot of rotations. He is my pick. The other flawless reward, like I said, is uh, 99 postseason Corey Seager. It's now the third year in a row we've gotten this card. It's a fan favorite. Corey Seager has an insane swing. I'm curious to see what the attributes look like because they are doing attributes or at least doling them out just a little differently this year. Um, I am in love with Jimmy Rollins at shortstop. So at best, Corey Seager is going to be a bench bat. In the past, Corey Seager has had reverse splits. He's crushed lefties and been very good against righties. In my opinion, that makes him a pretty uh, valuable bench bat. We'll see. He will not be on my team early because I'm going to, like I said, get Kluber and then save the stubs to buy him, blah, blah, blah. But Corey Seager's a good card as well, especially if you don't have J-Roll. Uh, and the 90-point reward is 99 Retro Finest Ryan Howard. Shelfie can rejoice. That 96 Prime card that was an utter abomination is a thing of the past. This 99 Ryan Howard is going to absolutely murder baseballs. I have not gotten his swing down yet, but now is the time, certainly, to get his swing down. Because I am excited to see that card. It looks like it'll be the best 90-point reward for BR thus far. I mean, it has to be. Otherwise, I, the Shelfie's gonna Shelfie's gonna drive to San Diego himself and have a have a chit chat with the with the uh, the content people. Nuts card. It's gonna be great. Um, upcoming for September, like we said, September monthly awards. As you can see, I'm pretty fucking behind. I have to catch up with a lot of tops now moments. I have. Uh, two weeks worth of moments. That's not too many. Um, they didn't release a Glaber Torres card, which we're very excited about. Another shout out to Scan, who one of one Glaber. This card looks very nice. At P5, he gets to 99. Uh, but we're almost there, boys and girls. Alfonso Soriano is coming. It feels like he was uh, announced six weeks ago. You'll finally be able to get him on October 5th. Um, at this point, he's probably phased out. If you want to put him on the bench, go for it. He's got some positional flexibility. He's fast, good, good in the field. Max power versus right. Fun card for sure. Uh, this is not an official prediction. I think the 99 Lightning player for September. It will not be Aaron Judge. He was probably the best, if not second best hitter in September. But they're going to wait to either give him a milestone or a juiced finest card. 
right? I think we can all agree on that. The other option that I'm not saying is going to happen is Mike Trout. I don't think we're getting 99 Lightning Mike Trout. Mike Trout was just an annihilator of balls uh, pause, during September. However, I just don't see that being the route to 99 Mike Trout. I think they're going to find another way to do it. Even though he missed time, he could get a finest. I would imagine Shohei would also be in the running for a finest. Um, he could get an MVP, a flashback, a retro finest. I think Mike Trout's going to get the juiciest of juicy boys, and I'm not sure if that's a, a Lightning player. I could be wrong. I'm open to be wrong. I think the Lightning player is going to be Bo Bichette. I've invested in live series Bo Bichette. Bo Bichette was on a tear this month. He doesn't have a diamond card as of now, or at least a high diamond card as of now. He's a fan favorite player. I think Bo Bichette gets the Lightning. I could be wrong again. I am not an expert predictor of these things like some others in the community, so very much trust their words more than mine. I'm just providing what I think is going to happen. It would be a nasty card. That's all I'm saying. Also coming this week, as I said, because the Legend of the Franchise program ends on Friday. Three days, 19 hours at time of recording. I don't think they've teased what's coming next. Um, so uh, your guess is as good as mine, question mark. This is the calendar as of now. Tuesday, we're getting Battle Royale. Friday, uh, Wednesday, we're getting monthly awards. I don't know. I don't know. It also doesn't make mention here of any more headliners. I think we're done with headliners. Headliner 50 looks like it's going to be the last one. Uh, I could be wrong, but in the past, they've done 50. So maybe that's done. That's a little upsetting, but, you know, now we can all save stubs and stop ripping packs. Um, that's what's coming this week, boys and girls. Another short episode. I'm kind of starting to get into the mode of more in that 20 to 30 minute range. I feel like that's probably more digestible for a lot of people, especially if you're watching on YouTube. Um... Whenever I have interviews with people, which will be coming shortly, I have a couple people in mind, some I've already reached out to. We're going to get some, some content creator interviews on here. They might be some of your favorites. They might be new to you. Learn about them. Love them. Like them. Follow them on Twitch or YouTube or wherever they stream. Uh, but that's it, guys. I look forward to seeing all the content coming this week. It actually is shaping up to be a pretty damn big content week. Uh, whether or not they execute on the cards remains to be seen, but... History, at least recent history, has told us that they will execute because the cards have been spicy good. Okay? Uh, thank you guys for listening. Love you all so much. Remember, like, subscribe, and comment uh, which Juicy Set 2 card is your fave. That's it. Peace out, guys. See you next week.